Man, this is maybe one of the most important episodes I've ever done. If I could have a little Hall of Fame and put this in a top four, a top five, I absolutely would. What's up, everybody? This is JJ with the mini Manso Fridays. Let's go. This has been such a fun season. You know, I think every once in a while you have an idea in your head like, yeah, of course, everyone agrees with this. And then you say it out loud and you put it into like a public forum. And it's kind of shocking how maybe not so common sense it is for someone else or how they actually have a different opinion. And I think whenever that happens for us here at Heart of Dating, we love it. Like we love it when that happens. We love it when we see a little bit of controversy in the sense of we that's healthy. <laughs> it's great to talk about things that are kind of invisible or just cemented in our head and we think everyone else operates by. And then the second you kind of start talking about it aloud and you realize that someone has a different point of view, that's a really, really great, awesome, healthy thing. So for example, when I see a Facebook post and the Heart of Dating Facebook group with 13,000 people that has 250 comments about are tattoos okay or <laughs> are tattoos a red flag? I'm like, this is great because there's some people here who are really having their worldview challenged. And I think ultimately the truth always, I hope, should win. And in those circles and in those forums, especially as Christians, I think there should always be an element to where we can have hard conversations and still treat each other with the utmost respect, with the utmost kindness, like this argument does not need to devolve into maybe how it might look in a secular forum where we're yelling and screaming. And I hope that as Christians, we can walk into any conversation, any argument saying, hey, you are ultimately my brother and sister in eternity. This is not going to affect that. Like, let's see if we can just express our opinions, listen to one another, and then, you know, agree to disagree even. Uh, so that's what I'm doing. When I'm loving in my life lately, I'm back on the workout grind. I'm in this new workout program. If you guys are looking for a workout program, I'm telling you, like, I was a football player. I've done a lot of hard workouts. I've done CrossFit. I've just found the hardest workout program I've ever done in my life. So if you're a guy and you're serious and you want to be challenged... There's a guy named Paul Sklar, S-K-L-A-R, Paul Sklar. He is like, got that ultimate, you know, built like a Greek god, like Zeus. <laughs> and his workout programs are no joke. I'm literally in the gym for an hour, hour and a half, just grinding so much volume. And I've seen significant gains and increases and changes in my body. I love it so much. Just make sure if you guys are working out, listen, you're only as good as what you're eating in the kitchen. Don't waste that gym workout. If you're in a gym, don't let it go to waste by, you know, eating 
terrible food in the kitchen. That's where your gains are made or broken. The most important thing is ironically getting that protein. Like try to aim for a gram of protein for your pound of body weight. So for me, I'm trying to get at least 200 grams of protein. And I actually find for those of you who care about diets, my favorite thing about a great diet that's full of protein is I actually have to kind of force it down. And when it comes to three o'clock in the afternoon, when it comes to 10 o'clock at night, I don't even want sweets. I don't even want snacks because I'm just so full. And that's rare for me. So if you guys are kind of struggling with that dieting, eat so much protein that you just can't <laughs> eat ice cream if you want it. You can't eat that chocolate. It just doesn't sound tempting. And ironically, I almost feel like spiritually, it's the same principle. Fill yourself, gorge yourself on God's word, God's presence, God's fellowship. And for some reason, that simple temptation, that simple thought, those simple allures in the world don't hold the same appeal once we're walking around in the fullness of God. Like I am most full in God and ironically least tempted to sin in my day-to-day life when I'm most full. So that is my intro for today. Don't forget to check us out on Patreon if you guys are like, man, you guys have really changed my life and impacted me. That is the best thing we could ever ask for. If you're looking for a way to give back, our Patreon channel is the best way to do that. And now for today's episode, man, this is maybe one of the most important episodes I've ever done. Like legit, if I could have a little Hall of Fame and put this in a top four, a top five, I absolutely would. Because I think this is for the person listening who is a friend and you have a friend and they have a boyfriend and they have a girlfriend and you just simply don't really approve. Like you have concerns. And I also think this is a great episode. If you are that friend or if you're that person who is dating someone and you kind of have concerns in the back of your head that you've never vocalized, you're a little too scared to share, or you have a, a suspicion that your friends don't approve, this episode is for you as well. If I've seen one danger in relationships today, it is this, the inability to be honest with one another is the kryptonite to deep and meaningful relationship. More than any other thing I've seen, the inability to be honest with a friend, it means and equates to the absolute plateau of your friendship, your deepness, your richness, your fellowship with one another. Even with marriages, even with family members, we have a cultural issue right now of where we simply cannot be honest with one another. And there's three reasons I would say, because you have to ask, you know, and you guys think about that one friend right now. Think about that one family member. Maybe it's your girlfriend or boyfriend. Like we all have that one person who for the last month, last six months, last year, couple of years, I just had to go through this where there is a crucial piece of feedback a crucial part of our feelings that we have not been able to communicate with them. And guess what? That friendship, that relationship has suffered. It has. And the reason why is number one, we're in such a place, a fragile place that as the person who needs to hear feedback, we are unable to receive feedback. Our ego is so fragile our inflated pride. You know, when you think about pride, 
the picture that the, the Bible commands and alludes to is an inflated balloon, an inflated balloon. And if you think about an inflated balloon, one, it's hollow. And two, more importantly, the more inflated it is, the more absolutely fragile and sensitive, the slightest prick, the slightest poke, one piece of feedback is too sharp and it might elicit too strong of a reaction. So that's number one. That's on the receiving party. We are absolutely in a place where we, because of our pride, cannot handle feedback. Our house of cards, our identity comes crashing down because we've preached to ourselves that we are good. We're a good person. We do these things. And, you know, the second we get a piece of feedback that reflects any other truth, the house of cards comes crashing down. And number two, that leads into this. The friend is too scared to speak up. There is too much fear that this person won't graciously receive this honest feedback and thoughts and it will be taken too personal. Like that's absolutely at the core. They cannot share this vital piece of information because they are scared about how it might be received. And sometimes that person who's going to receive the feedback might be an uh, awesome dude, awesome woman who can absolutely handle it. And really what it is, it's it's people pleasing that disables us from sharing honest feedback, truth, and feelings with that friend or person. Ultimately, you were just more concerned and scared of losing your status. And what's funny here, both about the person receiving the feedback who's too fragile and the second person, the friend, who's too scared to share it, the ironic thing is that they're both more concerned with themselves than their friend. Because think about it. Number one, that person who can't hear the feedback, the, the feedback is so internalized, it's so personalized that they don't stop for a second to think about this friend has my back. This friend knows me. This friend loves me. I trust this friend. This feedback, true and important right? They can't get out of their head, their feelings, their body, their soul to, to get to that place. And number two, that friend who's too scared, they're more concerned about themselves than they are that friend. They really are. If you think about it, they're more concerned about the loss of status, the loss of quote, fake peace, the loss of friendship than they are about the overall health of that friend, right? If your friend is dying of cancer and you have the diagnosis and you don't want to upset them, make them sad, are you going to withhold that diagnosis? Right? Because you're scared of how it might be. No, you love that friend. You desire for them to be in a great place and seek treatment and be healthy and thriving in their life. You're going to give them that diagnosis. Obviously, you're going to do it in a very special way. Ultimately, we really do have a cultural issue here. We have godly friendships. We have godly relationships suffering because we don't have the ability to be honest with one another. And it's killing kingdom relationships. It's killing godly friendships. We have friendships and relationships plateauing all the way around us because we cannot be honest and penetrate that vulnerable deep layer of feedback and reconciliation and moving forward and growing together. And so if you are that friend, you are someone with a person in your life who you consider a great friend and they are dating someone 
who you genuinely have concern with. This is hard to hear, but I am telling you, I genuinely think that you are obligated to share that feedback with them. If, if you truly love them, you are obligated and responsible to at least give them that feedback, that warning, no matter the cost or the consequence. And we can talk quickly about how to do that, but I just want to say, like, I, I think the greater the friend you are, the more responsible you are for being honest with that friend. And I hope by that point of becoming, quote, great friends, you guys have built up enough trust over time that they can trust that the feedback is for nobody else but for them. You have no other agenda but their success, their wellness, and mine when you share that feedback. And when you do that, here are your two steps. It's very simple. Number one, you must ask for permission. Ask for permission to share some crucial, vital feedback. I would absolutely do this in the most appreciated way that they operate. So, for example, some friends like to have a voice memo, heads up, and then a long text written out so they can go back to it. Some friends prefer to do it in person. Let's go on a coffee date. Hey, heads up. I would love to spend some time with you. I have some vital feedback and crucial feedback I want to share with you. So I don't want to blindside you when we're together in person. And I also, you know, think that you might appreciate it, but I just simply wanted to ask for permission. You see how you're just tailoring the communication style and the method for them, right? We're starting this entire conversation on their terms, on their ground, completely personalized for them. Okay. And number two, seek the Holy Spirit. Seek the Holy Spirit and his wisdom. Because the reality is that if you go in there on your own accord, on your own wisdom, on your own strength, you will probably a million percent fail. You really will. We have this amazing, great helper, God himself incarnate in our hearts and minds to help us and guide us. Seek the Holy Spirit's wisdom. Now, if you're that friend and you're listening and you're like, JJ, it's easy for you to say those words. I understand. Let me just give you a hypothetical. If it's hard for you to do this and move forward, I just want you to personally take a moment and think about that friendship. Think about that relationship. Think about that horrible job situation where it was not okay. And now think about, in retrospect, how meaningful would it have been to have a friend say this, I love you. And I have no other desire in my heart but to see you growing with God and succeeding in life on earth. And I'm telling you, this is not it. This boyfriend, this girlfriend, they are wonderful in some ways. And they have a lot of issues that they need to figure out on their own and not in a relationship and this relationship is killing you. And as your friend who loves you with all of my heart, I have to speak up for you because this person spiritually is not challenging you to step up. This person spiritually is dragging you down. This, I, I love you. I know you better than anyone on this earth. Spiritually, this relationship is not equally yoked. I know it's going to be painful. I know this is going to be hard. I know this decision is completely up to you, but I just wanted to let you know that I genuinely have concerns. I'm here for you and anything you need. 
anything at all. If you want to just talk about it, if you want to listen, this is completely your decision. But I wanted to be completely honest with you. That's a hard conversation to have, but do you see how it was just cloaked in so much understanding, grace, empathy, love, but ultimately it was honest. And I wish I look back and I, if I had a time machine, I wish I would have had one of my closest friends. There's a specific dating relationship with me where it just went on a couple months way too long. Like it was very clear spiritually where this relationship was. And I just wish And I love my friends and we're very close. I just wish one of them might have stepped up and been a little bit more blunt because sometimes that's what that friend needs. They need a little bit of provoking. They need a little bit of a nudge. They need a little bit of a push. And that is a great thing to have. Now, that is one half of the equation. If you're a friend here, I totally think, you know, we should have those relationships in life where... I think uh, Will Chung, a great friend, he's a pastor over at the Beloved Church here in Orange County. He said, we don't need accountability. We need editability. As in, you give people, trust and mentors and authority and friends in your life, the red pen in your life, and they can go and mark up, right? They're not just saying, okay, it's going to be okay. Like they can go in there and, and mark up and red pen saying, this needs to change. This needs to go. And you trust their voice. Now that's one half of the equation. And if you are that friend, my last note is just please consider this episode like that nudge and empowerment to press into God, press into Holy Spirit. These are sacred moments in life where we can seek God's clarity on the right time to share, the right time to have confirmations. Lean into Him for that wisdom, for that confirmation, because every situation, every friendship is so different. And fortunately, we have a helper who perfectly addresses every challenge that we face. And so when you go into that conversation, if you go in by yourself with no help, no Holy Spirit, you will fail. But I genuinely think sending that tone with the Holy Spirit of surrender, ultimate safety, godly safety, godly kindness, those conversations can actually go very well. And your friend will appreciate it. Now on to the meat of the episode. If you're listening to this and you are in a dating relationship, <laughs> if you have any kind of inkling or suspicion in your spirit that your friends do not approve of your partner or are concerned, I have news for you. <laughs> you are probably absolutely right. Like it is rather obvious if it's not a heck yes from your friends and they're withholding feedback, it's pretty easy to catch for us. And if that is the case, the message for you today is so simple. Move forward in your life with severe wisdom and extreme discernment. Move forward. Like your top priority at this moment is not what will people think about this if we break up? What will my romantic life look like if this breakup happens? Will there be another guy or another girl that God has for me, like, is this compromise with this person worth it? Here's another great one. How hard will this be emotionally? Like, can I can I go through and suffer another breakup? What, what if I made the wrong decision? What if this is who God has for me and I say no? Those are all relevant, but those should not, like, resist. Those are not your top priority. Your top priority is this. God, what do you have for me? Where are you leading me? Where 
is your will for me in these next steps in my life? How can I glorify you in these next decisions? That a great Here's a great priority. How will this decision impact me in my ability to advance God's kingdom and gospel? How will this affect me, this decision to move forward or break up? How will it affect me in the scope of eternity? We must evaluate our top priorities, our core values, our core decisions, holding fast to the hope and the purpose of your life. When I go out and make decisions with my day, the best thing I can do is ask myself, how does this advance God's kingdom? Or how does this advance my relationship and status in eternity? And the second I start viewing decisions through those lenses, everything changes. Everything changes. And if your friends do not approve, let's start here. Because my my question for you is this. If your friends do not approve or you kind of sense and have that suspicion, let's start here. Do you trust your friends? As in, are they wise? Like, do they run their life with wisdom? Like, can you look at their life and evaluate it and be like, I trust this friend. I look at the decisions that they're making in their life, their career, their relationships, their friendships, their spiritual formation. And yes, they have wisdom. And I, if they speak, I can trust what they say comes with a lot of wisdom. Okay, great. Let's move to the, the next question. If no, then I would have extreme discernment about their concerns, right? Number two, do they have your best interests in mind? AKA, do they know that you have a godly purpose, a godly mission, like your well-being with God is their top priority in their in, in their friendship with you? Like they are more concerned with how you're doing with God than, you know, your relational status with them. Like they're more concerned with your best interests not necessarily like, hey, you're dating this person. They're taking a lot of your time. We don't really have friendship time together. I just don't feel like where our friendship is at. No, their best interest for you is how you are doing with God, how you are set up in the scope of eternity. They know your call. They know your mission. Okay. If yes, then let's move on to the next question. And this one's so good. Does their opinion hold weight in your life? Does their opinion hold weight in your life? This is so good. God speaks through the wise counsel of many. 16 times God mentions that he speaks through the wise counsel of many. And that's super important because God has given us a gift of wise people, wise counsel in our life for us to listen. Because ultimately, here's the hard part. We have to humble ourselves for feedback. And we have to get to a place where we can handle feedback without taking it personally or taking offense. And when you ask this friend, are you concerned? We have to be able to ask why. Why do you not support this relationship? If, if hey, friend, I know you love me. I know you have some thoughts. If you had to be genuinely super honest and I take no offense, and you had to be really, really transparent. Could you give me those reasons why you have concerns? And can you listen to their reasoning with absolute humility and evaluate it? Because the reason why I love this episode is, is your friends, godly friends who love you, who would die for you, 
they have no other desire than to see you advance with God in his kingdom. And their wisdom is a precious gift in your life. Why? Well, that's very simple. Because you and me, we have blind spots. (laughs) And what is a blind spot? Well, there are areas in your life that you are quite literally blind to, okay? That's why they're called blind spots, because you cannot see them. And number one, it's foolishness to say, I don't have them. And number two, something changes when I look in the mirror and I say, JJ, you have blind spots. There are currently areas in your life which you cannot see that you are weak in, that you need to grow in, that you need feedback on. And the more I humble myself to one, the Holy Spirit, I think God is so faithful to when we ask, God, what are the blind spots in my life? What am I missing here in this equation? I don't know about you, but (laughs) the Holy Spirit is pretty quick to show me, (laughs) you know, where I am not sufficient, right? He is pretty quick to show me where I am lacking in grace, where my pride is swelled, where I'm not depending on God. And what a powerful posture. Like, I think pride is the opposite of that. It's, I I don't need help. Like, I'm good. I'm chilling. The humility is, I know I have blind spots. And that is exactly where we boast in our weakness, where God, I think, ah, cracks his knuckles and says, thank you. Now I can mold you. Now I can shape you. A humble and contrite heart, I cannot ignore And if you're in a place in your life where you're dating, where you have that inkling about your friends and their concerns, I just, I beg you, I dare you, and I challenge you. Grab your closest friends, your few closest friends who you can trust and ask them, hey, where are my blind spots here? What might I be missing in this relationship? Is there anything that you think I need to be aware of? as I look forward to growing and moving in a relationship with this person? That's a great question, right? Is there anything that you think I should be made aware of? And if you get to that point and you humble yourself, one, that is so awesome. And number two, I would just say, transparently be honest and share with them what is going on. Like at 11 o'clock at night, Friday nights, you know, in the deepest, hardest conflict or the crossing of boundaries and these things that you've withheld, challenge yourself to just be as transparent as possible. And then ask them, you know, at the very end, would you pray with me? Would you pray for me? And then say, give them permission. You have permission to ask me difficult questions. You have permission to speak into my life and walk through this with me. I would, I would love that. It would mean the world to me as a friend if you did that with me and for me. All right, fam. So that's the episode today. I mean, I genuinely think this is one of the most critical conversations you can have in your entire life because think about it. You're playing around with a marriage of 30, 40, 50 years. Like this is a big deal. The stakes are super high. Like why sacrifice that sacred moment of critical, vital feedback for you know, well, maybe they won't like it. Like these are serious stakes. These are serious games. And I just think the greatest of friends is obligated uh, and responsible to have these conversations and look out 
for our brothers and our sisters. I love you guys. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful weekend. And if you had those conversations, we're praying for you now. Jesus, would you just give us the boldness, the humility, the kindness, Holy Spirit, would you guide us on the right time? Would you set a sacred, safe space for us to go in and have these conversations? Would you empower us? Would your words come over our tongue? Would your thoughts come out of our mind? Would you dwell in us, Holy Spirit, to have these hard conversations with love and grace for our brothers and our sisters? Amen, amen. We love you guys. Have a wonderful day. Let's go.